You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Everybody wants to have somebody that can do the right thing at the right time. You know, here you are, and you're in front of Bill Walsh, and you're sitting there, and you're talking. And by the way, a lot of us, all of us, including myself, we're sitting there going, I'm not, you know, what what do you say? But here's Joe standing up, finding a way to defend this person and finding a way to say, hey, man, I'm on your side. Hey, now, what's cracking? Welcome to the Jim Rohn Podcast, episode 242. This week, I am chopping it up with a football legend's football legend. Not just a gold jacket guy, but straight up one of the fiercest dudes who has ever played the fiercest game that there is, because my guest this week is a pro and college football Hall of Famer, Ronnie Lott. Of course, Ronnie has one of the most stacked football resumes ever. He was a national champion at USC. He won four Lombardis. He was an eight-time first-team All-Pro. He was on the NFL All-Decade team for the 80s and 90s. I could keep going, but I would rather get right to the conversation. It is episode 242 with NFL legend Ronnie Lott, and it's coming at you right now. So, Ronnie, it's been a minute or two. It is great to get caught up with you. It's great to have you on this podcast, Ronnie. How are things? Things are good. Things are good. Uh, I mean, and you know this, Jim. I think one of the great things about sports and one of the things about life is that you find yourself realizing that all it takes is just catching up on a couple of games and you're right in it, right? You're right back in it and you feel like you have uh, that relationship all over again. My man, you nailed it. I wanted to ask you about the games and about life, and you already got there before I could. Before we really break that thing down, I do want to ask you about this, Ronnie. You've got the great honor of having the Lot Impact Trophy named after you. Now, this is given each year to College Football's Defensive Impact Player of the Year. However, there's more to it than that. Impact carries additional meaning in the sense that it's an acronym for integrity, maturity, performance, academics, community, and tenacity. I like that. In fact, I like that a lot. Why was it so important to you to have the award encompass character as well as on-field performance? To me, it's essential in life. I mean, I think one of the great things that we've all seen over the years is that when you think of guys like Jackie Robinson and you think of guys like Jim Brown and you think of people that you've watched over the years, Muhammad Ali, and you can go down the list of great athletes and you could hear their stories and hear what they've done. But more importantly, it's the, it's the other piece of who they are. And that other piece of who they are is somewhat uh, valuable because they're able to use it in a way where they're able to magnify moments of letting people know that, hey, you know what, I can stand for this as well. And I think one of the great things that I've learned over the years is that those in, those ingredients are so important in life. And uh, when I think of, of, of going to the Hall of Fame and, and when you sit down with, you know, the likes of, of you know, Mean Joe Green or you sitting down with uh, the likes of, 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 of some of the greatest players ever, you start to sit there and you start to realize that, hey man, a lot of these guys did some incredible things beyond the game of football. And so character does matter. 
And most of the guys that I know that have gotten the Hall of Fame and, and are around that kind of, you know, ilk, they have character, they have, you know, they got that, that, that other aspect of life where they're educated, they got that other aspect of life where they, you know, where something means something to them and they have that purpose in life. And so every time I talk to these kids, every, it's funny because I have a chance to talk to the lot winner each week. And it's fascinating when you hear their stories. And what I mean by fascinating, you know, last week I was just talking to one of the kids from Ohio State and he was sharing with me. He's a roommate with one of the kids. And he, you know, he was talking about, being authentic for them and being there for them and being real with them. And, and he was talking about that. And you, you can hear the depth of this young man, not just playing football, but caring about his teammates. See, it's so interesting, Ronnie, right? Like we've got, my wife and I have a son, Jake, who is now a senior at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And I listen to what he has to say. He's 21. And I think about his mindset and the things that he says and does at that age. And then I think about what I was like at 21. You're talking about some of these kids you talk to right now that are playing and are in college. Do you remember what you were like when you were at USC, when you were their age, and what you were thinking about? Oh, you know what? I do remember. And the reason I remember is that it's so evident in the fact that it makes me realize that there are so many shortcomings that I did have. And, and, and what I mean by shortcomings were there were things that that I didn't understand in terms of the maturity of life. There were things that I didn't understand in terms of how you interact with people. There are things that I didn't know about how to play off the field. And so I think one of the great things that, that you look at is that when you look back at your life, you look at those moments and you start to recognize that, oh, if it wasn't for that conversation or if it wasn't for that relationship, if it wasn't for that person. And I can tell you a number of people that, that talked to me that were, were off the field, that guys that said, hey, you know, hey, I'm, hey, 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 I'm, I'm John Mumford. And, and by the way, you know what? You might want to, uh, you know, work with me and do some investing with me. And, or, hey, you know what? You're um, um, uh, John Thompson, who, who, you know, is the chairman of Microsoft, who said, hey, man, you know, when I first met him, just playing golf. And my point is, you, those conversations of those kind of people kind of give you another perspective of, wow, there are, there are some other things you need to understand about living and about being a man and about uh, showing up and about, you know, being responsible for other people in your life. So those kind of situations to me are um, the things that I think we all want to, you know, aspire to have. And yet sometimes we don't, we don't, we don't acknowledge the players that actually, you know, get it done. And, and it's a lot of players that, that I've seen that are a lot water winners Every week that you go, holy smoke, that guy not only can play the game, but he's going to live a, a, a productive life. Right. Like they get it. They figured it out and they got it in early age. I mean, shoot, Ronnie, you and I, we've had conversations over the years going way, way, way back. And now you and I at this age are having a conversation that we would have never had back in the day. Like you said something recently that I thought was really interesting. You said that you ask yourself, quote, am I exhausting my life? Am I running as hard as I should be? I actually like that a lot. Like running as hard as you can to what? Exhausting your life in what way? Yeah, you know what? That's a that's a because because when you think about what you just said, 
then what is your values? What is your purpose? What does God ask you to do every day? What is he telling you that you need to be able to make sure that you continue down the path of helping others and finding ways to lift people up? And when you see guys, and it's funny, I was just with Jim Brown a couple of weeks ago. And the first thing that we talked about was the things that he still does, the things that he still stands for, the things that he's still trying to provide. And my point to you is that, man, isn't that what I want to be? Isn't that somebody I want to admire to try to follow? And my point is like those kind of situations in your life, you see them all around you. When I bump into, you know, Marcus Allen, or I bump into Dr. J and all these guys that you bump into have not only their passion, but they have a passion of also trying to have their purpose fulfilled. And their purpose of fulfilling is centered around usually helping others. And, and, and you see them at golf tournaments, you see them at different events, trying to find ways to make this world a little bit better. And so to me, I think that all of those guys are, you know, great examples of things that when I see them or I'm around them, I'm watching, I'm studying, I'm looking at them, trying to figure out how can I get better? Because I think it's important for all of us to strive to exhaust every moment. Clones, what do we want when we're craving protein or we need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. No, we want beef, pure and simple. So where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper beef jerky. Old Trapper is not your father's jerky, shriveled, dry, and tasteless. Old Trapper beef jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. So it's tender and it's tasty. It's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for their relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein, and it comes in four amazing flavors that satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest that goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. Look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. That way you can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you don't see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? Ronnie, so like if somebody's listening right now, I mean, if they're like-minded like you and I, they're getting a lot out of this. Somebody else might be listening and thinking, hey, Rome, are you going to ask him about USC? Are you going to ask him about the 49ers? You're going to ask him about the NFC West? But you just said something that's really interesting to me. For instance, like I just turned 58. If I'm not mistaken, Ronnie, you're 63. And you said that when you were with Jim Brown, you thought about, you know, what do I want to be? Like what I'm hearing from you, even at this point in your life, you're not not, your identity is not formed in that I am a Hall of Famer. I was one of the fiercest hitters ever. You're still asking yourself who and what you want to be. Am I right when I say that? Yes. And the reason why is, man, every every year, man, you got to take yourself back to being a rookie again. And the reason you got to take yourself back to being a rookie again, there are so many lessons that we learn every day. I just had a friend of mine um yeah, he 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 lost his brother, and and um, I, as I'm sitting here thinking about that, you know that's that 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 teammate of his, that person who was standing and stand by him, that person was helping him, that person saw him do some things that were you know remarkable. All of those elements are the things that to me 
I still have to learn about. I still need to be able to practice. I still need to make sure that I'm elevating him and finding ways to support him in all kinds of other endeavors. And so my point is that that's kind of what we all are trying to do is exhaust all the moments that we have on this earth. Because when you do finish the race, you want to look back knowing that when you do see God, that, hey, man, I've, I've done all I can for you. And I've done all I can for you because that's the most important thing. So you're clearly here to help lift others up and serve others, and you mean it, and it's real. Like, Ronnie, like, I don't want to be, like, morbid about it, but, like, we're at a certain point in our life where we can't change what has already happened. Do you have regrets? If so, what do you do with them? I'm just kind of talking about a mindset and a lifestyle. I'm just kind of curious how you approach that. Yeah, you know, because we all have regrets. Right, right. I mean, there are so many moments that you can look back at your life and say, wow. I could have made that play or I could have done this or I could have, but don't you, the, one of the things that I'm, I mean, when I'm, when I'm playing, when I was playing defense and playing in the secondary, the one thing that you would always understand is that you got to delete all the bad plays quickly. You got to delete them. And the reason you delete them is that they don't matter. They don't matter anymore. Other than the fact that when your coach talks to you about it, he's going to explain to you, here are some of the things that you need to do to be able to, perfect that moment and what you try to do is listen to them and they get better and so I think that those same type of principles are the same things that you do every day in your life and you try to listen you try to find ways to get better I talk to my mom and dad I try to find ways to get better and understand why they live such a you know wonderful life out there and in um near the Palm Springs area and so for them I could see that they still have that kind of, you know, agape love for each other and for God. And so that that kind of situation shows me that, hey, you can do it. You can find ways to work at it. And I think all of us, like I've said, I think all of us are trying to get better each and every day. At least the people I've met that are still, you know, making plays, still finding ways to change the world. When you think of people like Condi Rice and all these Man, hey, you see a lot of people that you go, whoo, man, that person is getting certain things done. So you just, all you have to do is observe and look and you'll follow them and you can see them and you will be inspired because you know that those kind of folks are trying to find a way to make a difference. Ronnie, I was going to say, it, they, they inspire you. I love that line you just said, that they're still making plays. They're still making plays. It's a great analogy. Like, we all want a purpose. We all want to live intentionally. We all want to get up in the morning, and when our feet hit the ground, we've got a blueprint. We've got a plan. We've got a reason to go. Like, I, I would imagine, Ronnie, you when you look back on your career, and I should talk to you before you go about your career, you probably, there were so many people that looked up to you, that you motivated, motivated, that you inspired because of the work ethic, the grind, the intensity you brought. I'm kind of curious of the guys, it's probably impossible to single out too many, but who are some of the guys that you most respected playing with, that inspired you the most, that brought out the best in you? Some of your favorite teammates. Oh, man. Wow. I mean, I, I you know, when the one guy that to me is, uh, you know, you know, Joe is the one guy that every time I played against him at Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and and being around him, I, I and knowing his pursuit of where he's at in his life right now, 
knowing the competitive edges that he's trying to bring in his business and the things that he's doing, you, you can't help but not only admire him, but you want to have all the same things that he's got. And the reason why is that, again, I like you want to be around a champion. You like the way people compete. You see what they're trying to do to, you know, help others. And so guys like that. And then, you know, the other guy to me is, I think, arguably either one or two of the best ever to play the game. And that's Jerry Rice. And, you know, the reason I think Jerry is such an incredible example is that it's the little things that you never saw him do that mattered every time he went on that football field. It's the little things of like, tapping his feet it's the little things of how he would run his routes it's the little things that he did to get better every day and so to me those kind of people and what they do and how they've done it and continue to find ways to exercise their greatness in life and helping others that's what I love about those guys is that those guys understand that you know what the elements that I had on the field are still the same elements I'm bringing every day to all the endeavors that they're involved with. So true story. Years ago, my wife, Janet, says to me, you need a hobby. All you do is work. And I said, yeah, but I don't really have one. She said, I do. Let's buy into a racehorse. True story. Now you're thinking maybe I can't afford that. That's not true. You can. You can with MyRacehorse.com. MyRacehorse.com has made ownership possible for a whole lot of people, including myself. It's an ownership platform that allows you fractional shares in top racehorses. It's big, way bigger than you think. There's nearly 100,000 registered owners worldwide, and the shares are under $100. You decide how involved and invested you want to be on my racehorse. And if you're wondering how this all comes together, when it's perfect and it's sweet, in 2020, the Kentucky Derby winner was authentic. There were more than 5,000 owners of authentic, thanks to my racehorse. I've been in the game, and I've never even run in the Derby before. Go online to MyRacehorse.com. Start your experience right now. That's MyRacehorse.com. No information provided by Jim Romer on this program related to MyRacehorse constitutes or is meant to be an offer to sell or a solicitation of any offer to buy any securities. MyRacehorse offers securities only through prospectus or non-offering material in compliance with Securities Act 1933. Any potential purchaser of a security offered by MyRacehorse must meet minimum suitability standards required by law. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. This is a paid advertisement. MyRacehorse is offering circular and 17B disclosures can be found at MyRacehorse.com slash disclaimer. So inspiring, man. I love the energy so much. Ronnie, before you go, I want to ask you about Joe. I'm so glad that when I asked you that question, that Joe, Joe Montana was the first to come to mind because it's generational, right? It's because, well, one, you were teammates, but two, especially, it's kind of like that whole, is it Mike? Is it Kobe? Is it LeBron? Is it Joe? You know, once Tom Brady got to seven, it was kind of hard to keep arguing that Joe was the GOAT because everybody measures things by the amount of rings. But Ronnie, explain Joe, because I've been around Joe. I've spent time around Joe. I've done this for 30-plus years, and I could count on one hand the number of athletes I've been around that have what Joe Montana has. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It's impossible to explain, but you know it when you're in that presence. What is it that makes Joe that guy that made him the guy that you went to immediately? You know what I'm talking about. It's like intangible. It's almost like magic. It is like magic, <laughs> and no pun intended, but when you think about it, both of them, 
and, and what I think is really fascinating to me is that you gravitate towards their purpose and you gravitate towards their purpose. And what is that purpose? The purpose is like, hey man, never surrender anything. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Don't surrender. You know, bring the best you can bring. And if you lose, hey, you know, you lose. But you know what? I'm not going to find a way to lose without having somebody earn their way through that kind of, you know, holy grail. And, and to me, one of the great things that I will always remember about playing and practicing and being around Joe is this, is that the standard every year got higher. The hardest part in life is that when somebody is still driving the standard, and then the other piece that I think was so remarkable about Joe was there was one time one of our guys, um, Bill called him out and Bill said, hey, if, if he's if he's overweight, if he's not this, if he's not that, and he goes, you know what, I'm going to find him. And then, by the way, I want this is I just want you guys to know why I'm going to do this. And Joe stood up and said, hey, man, if you find I'm taking care of all those fines, I'm going to take care of everything. And, and I remember sitting there thinking to myself, hey, do you want a guy who do you want behind your back? When you when 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 somebody calls you out and 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 puts you in that position, and yet here's a guy defending that person because he real realized that that's that's the right thing, that's the right thing at the right moment to do for the team because it was the right moment, it was the right thing, and that's what you want on your team. Everybody wants to have somebody that can do the right thing at the right time, even though it might not be the right thing, <laughs> meaning that, you know, here you are, you're in front of Bill Walsh and you're sitting there and you're talking. And by the way, a lot of us, all of us, including myself, we're sitting there going, well, I, I'm not, you know, what, what do you say? But here's Joe standing up, finding a way to defend this person and finding a way to say, Hey man, I'm on your side. Those are the kind of moments in life where you find great leaders. And those examples are the reason that you start trying to find ways to be just like that. And now those are the reasons that when you see some of these young men that are trying to have some of those characteristics, and we see it all the time, and we we try to identify, but that kid in, in, in Kansas City and the kid in Buffalo, and when you watch them, you see some of those characteristics and you you admire them because they're still fighting, even though they're behind. And those are the things that are really, you know, valuable is because it's, it's, it's one thing to lead up front. It's another thing to lead from behind. All right. So I have used antiperspirant sticks for years. But what is amazing about Dove Men Dry Spray is that it feels light and clean on your skin. And it's also quick and easy to use. And it's great for topping up when you're on the go. Now, let me ask you this. Do you feel like your antiperspirant keeps you dry all day? Dove Men Plus Care Dry Spray has an instantly drying antiperspirant formula that can help give you a cleaner feel and offers 48, I said 48, 48 hour sweat and odor protection. Dove Men Dry Spray feels light and clean on your skin and it is so quick and easy to use, especially when you're on the go. Also, Dove Men Dry Spray contains 
Dove's unique one-quarter moisturizing cream that helps to protect your skin. It leaves your skin feeling comfortable, and it helps to protect it. Win, win, win. Try Dove Men Dry Spray. Goes on dry, clean feel, all day. Ronnie, so what, really quickly, first of all, the point, that story you just told about Joe Montana is awesome. I've never heard that story because I would imagine Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh, probably was extremely intimidating and powerful. And Joe stood up as the guy and said, hey, man, I will pay every one of those fines. That's my guy. We need that guy. I would imagine that really made a point to everybody. Like, you're still telling that story years later. That point you just made, there's a difference between leading from the front and leading from behind. What do you mean by that? What's the difference? Well, the difference is this, man, is that everyone, everyone likes to lead up front when things are going well. Right. <laughs> right. That's, easy. That's easy, right? <laughs> when things are going bad. And we all know it. We've seen Helter Skelter. We've seen moments where people find themselves. We've seen it in this country. We've seen it where we have moments where we don't understand how to figure out who to follow. And yet you got to find the one purpose in your own life where you find yourself saying you bet to yourself, hey, this is where I want to go. And I want to go because this person stands for these four or five things. And by the way, these things mean a lot to me. And the reason they mean a lot to me is because that's what I care about. Those are the things that I believe in. And so, yeah, you see it a lot. And I think one of the great things in our society is that we've seen champions, whether it's George Patton or or if it's, you know, Lincoln or if it's Obama, you've seen a lot of great leaders in, in my point about being able to see a lot of great leaders is, man, look at some of the things that they, that they do and then try to follow them. I, I, I did that. Eric Scoggins, when I was a freshman, Eric said, hey, man, we're graduating. He goes, you're going to we're going to go. We're going to graduate. You're going to we're going to go to summer school every 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 offseason. And I was like. He goes, yeah, I mean, every summer we're going to go to some, And we did. And we graduated. And so those are the kind of people that, to me, make sacrifices or teach you how to do things that you don't necessarily know that you needed to do. But he showed you and it made it, it made a big difference. And it made a big difference because, you know, in life, we're only as good as the decisions we make. So, Ronnie, one final thought. You, you mentioned your folks in the desert, and you talked about the love between them. I'm always curious about what makes, you know, why are people the way they are? What makes the best of the best? What makes champions champions? I'm kind of curious. Like, the way you came up, were you always fierce and intense? Did you become that way because you needed to be that way for the game? We wired that way. How much of it was the environment? What? Why were you the way you were and the way you are now, do you think? I think a lot of why I was the way I am. You know, being in a military family, being around that environment, you know, going to different communities, finding ways to figure out how to huddle up with new people, finding ways to understand that you got to you know, you got to fit in. I think all of those elements of life are the things that we're constantly doing every day. And I think we're constantly doing it because, you know, I'm still rallying around my buddy, Marcus. (laughs) And the reason I'm still rallying around him is because I believe in the things that he believes in. I believe in the things that he thinks about. And so those are the kind of things that you start to 
understand about you know people that you admire and my point is like I'm 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 always constantly trying to find ways to learn and figure out how to get better and I think the more we are trying to do those type of things the better examples we're showing our young people that hey you know what you can be a rookie again you you can fail you can get up and you can find ways I mean, one of the probably one of the greatest lessons that I learned was a lesson that I learned in San Quentin, just being around this young man and learning contentment around how he lives his life. And so it's it's stories of how people tell you what's what's important to them and how they get through their day and how they make it through their day, how they not only make it through their day, but they know what to do to get certain things done. And so my point is like, that's powerful. That's powerful when you hear those kind of stories and those type of elements. And so you got to pay attention to why people are able to be productive each and every day for a lot of reasons, because you can still be productive and be anywhere in this world. So what is the fastest ball sport in the world? Not baseball, not tennis. In fact, it is the sport of high lie, spelled J-A-I. A-L-A-I, originating in the Basque region of Spain and played professionally in the U.S., most notably in the 1980s. Highlight is making an unprecedented comeback. The ball reaches speeds of 150 miles per hour. The action is intense. The danger factor is high. Six-person teams of professional athletes play the sport at the Magic City Fronten in Miami, Florida. I invite you to check out all the action Monday and Tuesday at 5 p.m. and Friday night at 7 p.m. Go to HighlightWorld.com or download the free Highlight app in the app store the sport with its intensity and athleticism is well worth watching check out all the action at highlightworld.com matches are played similar to tennis with a player or team required to win two sets to win a match each set is played up to six points it is a sport you need to check out highlightworld.com monday and tuesday at 5 p.m friday at 7 p.m so, Ronnie, last thought, because you mentioned San Quentin. I was going to let you go, but, you know, like Bob Myers, the GM of the Warriors for years and years and years, you know, Golden State, they run inside. They do runs inside San Quentin, Ronnie. And for years, Bob Myers invited me to do so, and I just never got around to it. I never did it. It seemed – I just didn't. I don't want to say, like, I was terrified so I wouldn't do it, but, yeah, it seemed pretty intimidating. You just mentioned San Quentin. Have you spent time on the inside and talking to inmates? And if so, like, what was your takeaway? What was that like? But that's the reason you got to go, Jim. Right. That's what he said. That's exactly what he says to me. And the reason you got to go is because I can't share the things that you'll feel. Yeah. And I could try to sit here and try to tell you, and I could try to sit here and try to, you know, explain it to you. But the great thing about what Bob and, 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 and those guys who have gone behind there and they've been there is that they 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 see not only who they are but they start to see certain things that are even better and 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 what i mean by even better is that sometimes you have to understand what's even better and that's hard to do that's hard to do that's why mandela was so you know it was so amazing because it was hard to do and everybody was like, how did he do it? And yet 
he did it. And, and, and so I always find that it's those kind of people that you, you see and you watch and you hear about that have done some amazing things. When Dr. Edwards shared his perspective of why he did what he did, and you see and you go back and you see those guys and what they've done, the perspective of what they were doing was way bigger, way bigger. And we will always, for a lot of reasons, be indebted for those kind of moments because it's hard to stand when everybody else is falling around you. It's hard. And so that's why it's important to make sure that you pay attention to all the things that are going on and to try to understand and feel all the things that you can see. And that's why the lot award to me means a lot because we're trying to feel these young men and we're trying to salute them because they are our next leaders. Say, small business owners, listen up. You may have overpaid on your payroll taxes during COVID. Now, for years, big businesses have benefited from government tax credits. Now it is your turn to reap the benefits. If you employed five to 500 employees and you paid payroll taxes during COVID, you may be eligible for an employee tax credit refund of up to $26,000 per employee. To find out if you do qualify, call Omega Accounting Solutions right now, trusted advice advisors and champions for America's small businesses. Omega has perfected a turnkey ERC process. So much so, they can tell you if you qualify for the ERC in 10 minutes or less. It's a quick and easy, painless process. Omega is highly rated by the Better Business Bureau and tax experts alike. In fact, tax advisors even turn to Omega for ERC advice. And since this exclusive tax credit will not be around forever, you want to make sure you pick up the phone and chat with a seasoned advisor. It's not too late to file. Get the money that the government owes you before the filing window closes or funds run out. Talk to an Omega expert right now by calling 800-704-2000 or go to omegataxcredits.com. See, the mistake you keep making, Ronnie, is you keep mentioning people that I keep asking you about. I promise you this is the last one, but you mentioned Dr. Edwards. I got to know, like, I know I know what it was like, Ronnie, to be around you when you played and after you played. You know, you could be a pretty intimidating cat. You know, you and I are having a great conversation right now, and I know how much depth there is to you. But Harry Edwards, Dr. Harry Edwards, for those who know, noted sports sociologist, th- this is such a powerful man, like, physically, mentally, emotionally. I'm really curious what kind of an impact he would have on you when he came around you because I haven't spoken to him in a couple of years, but he was always one of my favorite people ever to chop it up with because he was so powerful and so amazingly and so smart. Yeah, and the reason why it's great to chop it up with him is that there is another depth of understanding that a lot of people, when you think about you know, the world of what we all live in, you know, there are so many dimensions that he's able to share and give you a perspective on the things that can get you to see that, hey, you know something, around the corner, you didn't think about it that way. And around the corner, maybe you should have thought about it this way. And my point, what I loved about him is that he's constantly challenging you to understand that there's another dimension and the hardest part is that some of those dimensions that you need to kind of follow 
our convictions. And sometimes when that conviction of what that moment stands for is, is even more powerful. And, and that's why Bill brought him around is that he wanted us to understand how to be able to not only participate, but how to be able to understand all the elements of not only the Bay Area, but the places that we would go, where we're playing, what we're doing, all the things that go on as you travel, as you do certain things, as you stand for certain things, as you interact with people. And my point is that to learn that from Dr. Edwards, for me, and for a lot of guys, it changed their lives. And the reason it changed their lives is that that wisdom and his perspective of how he lives his life for all of us, it's, 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 it's huge and it's powerful because there are so many things that he, he, un, he unlocks for you, <laughs> meaning he unlocks some of the things in your life that you don't even know that you have. And, and a lot of times, isn't that what, isn't that what a doctor really does? Isn't that what he, he, he you know, he's, he's there to kind of provide that. And that's why I think one of the great hires in professional sports was when when Dr. Edwards came and started working with us and it it literally it it molded us to be even big you know even greater champions because that that wisdom brought a lot to us oh I get it I was always awed by him I always figured I always considered the time with him like a privilege like I made sure and I always try to prepare for every single thing I do on air and off air but I knew I knew to be ready when I was in his space See, Ronnie, so this is the whole thing about the Lot Impact Trophy, and I'm so glad that we could talk about that, what it represents, the jumping off point. You know, Ronnie, it would be very easy for me to keep going back to the things you and I have talked about. Hey, Ronnie, tell me about that time you lit that guy up, or tell me about what this felt like or that felt like. It's just so great to have a conversation like this and to kind of get, I mean, this is what's important to us now, but it's just so nice to just to get away from the rabbit hole that is social media and just all those things. I really appreciate you and really appreciate that you and I could get caught up, connect and have the conversation we just had. I mean, truly. Well, I really appreciate it as well, Jim. And I think one of the great things that we all are trying to do, you know, our destiny is always in front of us. I think the one thing that I keep saying to myself, how do you continue to exhaust every moment? And, and as we do that, we find ourselves being able to understand that, hey, we can even get a little bit better every day. So, and thank you for allowing me to chop it up with you and be around you. And more importantly, man, uh, as I've always said, you do a great job and, 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 and we're all thankful for what you do in sports. Ronnie, I appreciate you so much. I mean, that means the world to me. And I would just say preach. I mean, you were preaching to the choir. This is why I wanted to connect. We have to look forward. Always forward, never back. Ronnie, appreciate you so much. I appreciate the relationship. I appreciate that conversation. And I hope we can do it again soon. My man, be good. All right, Jim. Be well, man. Thank you. This message is sponsored by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection, the latest innovation from Discover? Discover will help you regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data, and they will do it for free. Activate in the Discover app and see terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. 
An enormous thanks to Ronnie Lott for showing up the way he did for that side hustle because that was not the conversation I had planned or expected, but I cannot help but be fascinated by the man, by a guy who's accomplished everything there is to accomplish and yet still approaches every single challenge like he's, quote, still a rookie and still approaching life like he's got something left to accomplish. I love that. I loved everything about that. And if you got as much out of that as I did, consider smashing the subscribe button right now because we do push out a brand new conversation every single week, or you could go back and check any of the 241 that we've done already because they're all worth it and they all hold up. So track down the subscribe button, and while you do that, I'm going to hit you with this week's voicemails. First new message. What's up, man? It's Mac. It's Brady. So I was out running some errands with the family the other night, and we're getting hungry, and we drove past a Red Robin, and I thought, hey, this is Alvy's place. Let's go check this place out. Now, after that experience, I got a pretty good idea of what happened to Alvin over the weekend. Either he ended up in intensive care at the hospital because of acute hypertension from all that salt they put on everything there, or he's still waiting for them to bring a second helping of the so-called bottomless fries for his kids because it takes like a half hour for them to make each extra basket. But hope Alvy's going to be okay. Message saved. Next message. Jimmy, Jimmy, it's me, Connor. Connor McGregor. Did you see me on Thursday Night Football, Jimmy, in my Halloween fucking costume? I dressed up as Ryan Fitzpatrick, for Christ's sake. They bought it. I was out of shape. I had a big fucking beard. I wore glasses, and I looked like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I can go through life now, Jimmy. And everybody thinks I'm him. It's great, Jimmy. Message saved. Next message. Vance Mac, Mike in Buffalo. I don't know if you can hear the noise in the background, Jim, all the screaming kids, but I'm at another trunk or treat. You guys have these things in L.A. where people open up the trunks of their SUVs, decorate them, kids go car to car getting candy? Yeah, well, this is like the fifth one of these that I've been at in the last two weeks, and it's a little, it's a little much. Can we just go back to where Halloween was a single day out of the year? War Josh Allen, war bills to the Super Bowl, unwar, forced spending time with your kids. I'm out. Message deleted. Next message. Vance Mack, Mike in Buffalo. I don't know if you can hear the noise in the background, Jim, all the screaming kids, but I'm at another trunk or treat. You guys have these things in L.A. where people open up the trunks of their SUVs, decorate them, kids go car to car getting candy? Yeah, well, this is like the fifth one of these that I've been at in the last two weeks, and it's a little its a little much. Can we just go back to where Halloween was a single day out of the year? War Josh Allen, war bills to the Super Bowl, unwar, forced spending time with your kids. I'm out. Message saved. Next message. Hey, Judy, don't make it bad. Take a sad team, the Packers. And make them better. Don't let Nate Rick get under your skin. Then you'll begin to make it better. And any time you feel the pain, hey, Judy, refrain. The, oh boy, I can't finish it, damn it. Ah! No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. Message deleted. Next message. Hello. This song goes out to Tom Baby and the Big D. Back in March when you retired, 
14 pages to your fans, it's over. Six weeks later, it was over for her. You chose football as a new record setter. Should have retired Brady. Shouldn't have been a big baby. Should have retired Brady. Look at you now. Oh, oh, oh. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. Message deleted. Next message. Romy, Justin in Melbourne. So, you're sitting on the couch the other day, just bored channel surfing, and I come across, and I know I'm a little late to the party, but uh, Dr. Pimple Popper, I mean, dude's got like a basketball on the side of his shoulder, and they dig into it, and it's like the grossest thing I've ever seen. Who the fuck watches this? I couldn't eat for like 10 hours. I guess it's a good weight loss program. God, I got to get something better to watch. Message saved. Next message. Hey, Jim, what's up? This is David from Buffalo. John from Little Rock's parody about Russell Westbrook, probably one of his best efforts in years. I don't know if that's enough to get John in the smack off, but at least that's enough to kind of get him some considerations. I'll say this. John, for many years, was one of these callers that just kind of annoyed me because I didn't know if the guy even knew anything about sports. I mean, did John even know the difference between a power play and his own blitz? Does he even know who Josh Allen is? John getting into the smack off would be the equivalent of the NFL saying to, like, Johnny Manziel right now, eh, all right, we'll give you a tryout. Message saved. Next message. Hey, Jim. Lance and OKC again. <laughs> Another dad joke for you. I heard about the two antennas that got married. Yeah, the word is the wedding was just okay, but the reception was amazing. <laughs> for the love of all that's sacred. <laughs> message deleted. You have no more messages.